You know, Pete, in our society, people really like to glorify the journey and the destination and all that good stuff. But you know, it's kind of weird that so many of those same people are really afraid to take that first step. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone and everything in between, welcome to the Stay Positive podcast. And today, we're going to talk about a topic that I am so familiar with, and that is the fear of failure. Yeah, this is a loaded one. I used to have this one really bad, and then I found ways to overcome, but I think a lot of people have the issue with it. Especially because it's scary. I mean, it's literally in the name, right? Fear of failure. Makes sense that we're afraid. <laughs> right. This one drives, I think, a lot of people to do things either they don't like or drives them to not do the things that they wouldn't like. And that is just a one-way path down the road of regret. That's definitely not how we want to live, man. That's true. We had like a whole episode on regret, but... I, yeah, it's it's so weird to me because for I, I was talking just the other day about how when you mess up, when you make a mistake or when you fail at something, you learn so much more at such a faster rate than honestly like any other method. Like for, for example, let's say you wanted to play a tennis tournament and you thought you were hot stuff, right? But you don't do the proper training and the proper conditioning, right? You go to the tournament, and reality is going to hit you. You're going to lose that match. You're going <laughs> to lose it badly. And But the thing is, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't come to that conclusion if you are so ignorant and just so full of yourself. You're just like, oh, I got this. And then it's like, no, you don't, because you didn't do anything to get it. And... You learn. You learn from that. There's no... It's, I guess, another way to phrase it is learning the hard way. But I really do think... I think there's a saying. It's like, failure is the greatest teacher or something like that. Or trying and failing is like the greatest... If it's not a saying, I'm going to say it. You learn the most from failing. I think it was Thomas Edison who said something along the lines of, I didn't make a thousand mistakes. I found a thousand different ways that this doesn't work. And that's true. That's true. If you make a mistake, it's like, oh, I messed up. That's not the right way to do something. So now I know not to do it. And it's just, it's so crazy to me because in the education system and in employment and in jobs and in so many different aspects of our society, there really isn't like an encouragement to try and fail. There's a there's this very... I don't want to say misguided, but there's a very strong societal urge to get everything right on the first try and don't make any mistake. There's this obsession with being perfect. And being a perfectionist myself, I get it. I I get it. But you'll never be perfect. And some people, I think, they agree with that. And then they decide, well, because I'll never achieve perfection and society only demands perfection or at least gives that impression, people don't even want to try. They don't want to experiment. They don't want to raise their hand in class to take a stab at a question they may not know the answer to. They just want to 
I don't know, keep low and not even try. And they're just afraid. They're afraid to be embarrassed. They're afraid to make a mistake. They're afraid to get a bad score. They're, afra they're afraid of so many different things. They're afraid to try because they're afraid to fail. But in my mind, what's the big deal with failing? Like, yeah, I get it, right? Mr. Perfect over there, he, he, he gets perfect scores on everything, right? But not everyone's going to be Mr. Perfect. Some people learn at a slower rate than others. Some people aren't as gifted in certain fields. And that's totally okay. We're all unique in our own way. Some people are gifted. Some people are average. Some people are less than average. You know, but I personally believe anyone can achieve anything as long as they keep trying for a long enough period of time. And with that philosophy, you have to accept that with trying, there is failing. And with those failures, you absorb what you learned from that failure, absorb what went well, what didn't go well, and then adapt, improve, learn, you know? And the next time, you might fail again, but you will fail in a different way. And that's that's eventually... <laughs> even, no, think about it. If you fail enough times, eventually you won't make any mistakes, mathematically speaking. Unless unless you make the same mistake twice, in which case you 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 gotta work on that. You didn't learn hard the first you need, time. Yeah, you need you didn't get the message the first time. But assuming you do learn from your mistakes and learn from your failures, if you fail enough times, eventually you'll catch up to Mr. Perfect. At least, you know, that's the attitude I think you should have. Because if you let fear take over you, I feel like you're not living a fulfilling life. This, these are the types of people who kind of just drag on their lives. They just kind of live their life almost as in the background, so to speak. They're the background character of their own life. And wow, they that's just... Deep. That's deep. No, because listen, there are so many people who do jobs that they don't like because it's the safe thing to do. And there are people who don't try to expand. They don't try to learn more because, oh, I'm not smart enough or, oh, it's too hard or, oh, like they're basically giving like a reverse of a pep talk, like a down talk to themselves. They're talking down on themselves saying it's not worth it. It's like, but if that's some, if there's something you want to do in your life, then it is worth it. Why wouldn't it be? You want to do it. It's valuable to you. Who, who else is this your life living for someone else? No, it's for you. You live your life for you. And that's that's like, it's your life. You're not going to have another one. You're not going to have, uh, you're not living someone else's life. You're not doing something for everyone else. You Or you could, but like, that's not, I don't think that's a fulfilling life. And I think if you can overcome the fear of failure and be willing to take that first step in trying anything you'll you'll honestly you'll one you'll learn two you'll improve and three i think you'll learn it's not that bad like i remember when i got my first f i thought it was the end of the world i thought like i i've let my entire life's world is come to an end i thought this is it's it this is it i'm going to be working in the coal mines for the rest of my life and that's that's that but life went on and it was you know things happen it wasn't my best moment but then 
I retook it, and I got a perfect, almost a perfect score, almost a hundred. And I don't think in any other class I've done so well. But I would be lying if I said that failure probably really kicked me into high gear and really taught me like, okay, this is where I messed up. This is how I improve. This is what I learned. All right, let's get to work and let's do it. But that only came from failure. Failure, I, I, if this isn't a quote, let's make it a quote. Failure is the best teacher. I swear to God, it is the best teacher. That's my little wow. that's my little rant for the day. What are your thoughts about being afraid of failing? Well, I've got a I got a bunch of thoughts. I guess on the first thing I need to say though is you killed it. That was an awesome rant. But anyway, so I think I'm the first person that ever told you that you got to learn by messing up. You probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was definitely one of the people that told you that and that the only real good teacher that you have is failure. And the reason that it's so powerful, I think, is because a lot of times when we find an outcome that doesn't match with our expectations, with our mold of how we should be interacting with whatever situation, then we attach some emotional response to it and that emotional response whether it's a positive or negative outcome will be reflected by the outcome itself so if something goes really well in your favor yeah you're gonna feel great right if something doesn't go well at all you're gonna feel like shit and most of the times if it's doing something that puts you or your reputation or those around you at risk then that emotional response is amplified 10x. So let's say you, for lack of better example, wanted to start your own company. And you have a lot of people that rely on you. You've started growing super, super fast, right? But you've learned all the early stupid mistakes that a lot of first-time founders don't know about. And as a result, you've hired 10 people, right? You now have their careers in your hands. And let's say something happens where you hire the wrong person. And for better or for worse, they manage all the finances of your company, right? And now, on some Monday, you see, hey, there's a million dollars gone from our bank account. <laughs> where did it go? And said person is the reason, right? So you've already made two huge mistakes that can cause your company to completely collapse. One, you hired the wrong person for the right job, right? You needed someone that was competent and able to do that thing. And you've learned what it's like to see someone that's not competent in doing that very thing. Two, you now have made a mistake in entrusting all of your company's livelihood and the livelihoods of those employees with that person. Two massively, extremely jarring experiences for someone who's running a company, for instance. This is like the, be the best example I can think of. When something like that happens, you literally feel the whole world tumbling around you, right? And that, that just gives you emotions that will make you feel like you have never seen the lower lows. So a lot of people, when they see stuff like that or when they encounter something, like for instance, you talked about when you failed the class. The same exact situation for me as well. When I failed the class, I was in a hole, man, and I, I thought I couldn't get out of it, right? But 
Indeed, that was a really, really big learning opportunity for me, right? Everyone has those tough times, but what really happens there is you realize exactly what you're meant to do in whatever situation that follows right after. You know, you really learn what you're made of when you are kicked down to your lowest lows. I don't think there's any other way to understand it, right? It's like they always say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right, exactly. And look, there are so many chances that we have to take risks and stuff. And this risk-averse attitude is really what I think makes it hard for people to embrace failure right like we don't want to say failure is good right failure is not good failure sucks and it's painful and to be honest we shouldn't encourage it but, but we should look at it with open arms yeah exactly it's not like we want to embrace the fact that it's the best thing that happens it's sliced bread no absolutely it's, it's not essential it's essential to learning and essential to growth but it's not it's not a cherry Sunday, right? <laughs> no, it's it's like a necessary evil, right? Like yes, w- we keep telling ourselves we're not perfect. Like everyone on Earth knows that there isn't a single human being that's perfect. So if we're not perfect, logically, like if we really like do the math, that means at some point we're gonna do something that is not a perfect decision, mm-hmm. which mean which is just a fancy way of saying you're gonna mess up, you're gonna yeah. fail something is going to go wrong in your life and it's probably going to be your fault at one point. It's going to happen. It's going to suck. You're going to feel emotions that aren't the best. Sadness, sorrow, you feel like the world is like falling and caving in on you. It's like, it's going to suck. It really is going to suck. But when the dust is settled, when the tears dry, and when you recover from that shock you will be a much better person like you exactly. you you seriously will have leveled up and exactly i think when people don't tell themselves this line i will be okay it literally just messes up everything it makes things seem so much harder than they really are right when you just internalize i will be okay everything will be okay it's so much easier to go and talk to that girl or guy or to go and ask for that promotion or to go and Start that podcast, start that company, start that project that you've been pushing off for so long. Because at the end of the day, it's just going to be about, are you willing to take the risk? And the people who are willing to take the risks are the ones that have built up over time. And this this gets to what I was going to say. They built up the confidence to take those risks, right? A lot of people, I feel like they don't want to fail because they don't have the confidence in themselves to be okay after said failure then you need to improve yourself. You need to reach a point in your... Listen, listen, I know that's that's BS guru, internet guru talk, right? I know. That's why I'm laughing. (laughs) But the truth is, you know, I'm a fairly risk-averse guy. Like, I don't like taking risks at all, really. But you can't just, like, sit at home and do nothing forever. You, You know what I'm saying? You can't. Well, or you could, but I sincerely doubt you'd call that a fulfilling life or a fun life or a life without regret. I'm sure there'll be a lot of regrets if you live life like that. Um, So coming from a risk-averse person, someone who doesn't need to be a millionaire, someone who doesn't need to have a billion-dollar company that can afford to buy Twitter, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um... I don't need everything in the world to be happy, but 
I do want to improve myself. I do want to learn things. I want to master my craft, which for me is computer science and maybe game design. And to do that, so many different tutorials, they say the same thing. It's like the first step is like make something and it's going to suck. Like literally every tutorial I ever had for video game development is make a game and it's going to suck. It's going to suck. It's not, there is no such thing as like your first game is going to be great. No, it's going to be buggy. It's going to be faulty. It's going to be not slow. The, most... the graphics will be ugly. It's just every little thing that you could think that are possibly making it shitty are still true. It, yeah, it's not going to be your best work on the first try. That's not going to happen. But when you put something out there, when you try and you make it, it's gonna there're gonna be flaws in it, but now you have a foundation to build off of. Now you learn it's like where things are bad, where things were good. If nothing was good, then scrap everything and try again. You know, and as a risk averse guy, because I know I know the feeling of coasting through life. I know the feeling of just kind of living passively, just going to work nine to five, those kinds of things. I, I've I lived that life for like two years, around two years. I know what it's like and it's not that that's a bad way to live per se but at some point you might want more you might want to start a family you might want to start a hobby you want might want to get a promotion you might want to you might you might want to do something else with your life and within the confines of just going day by day in day out at work nine to five go home sleep and repeat there you won't be able to achieve everything you want unless that is everything you want in which case muzzle tough you you may <laughs> but if there's anything more you want in life whether it's a family whether it's a hobby whether it's starting a passion of yours whether it's learning an instrument learning a language literally anything if you want to do anything in your life more per se you're gonna have to take that first step and you might trip you might fall you might make take the wrong step and i guess what i'm here to say is that's okay it's not the end of the world don't take it too hard you know you're gonna fall you're gonna scrape your knee you're gonna feel the pain feel the burn feel whatever you're going to feel it. You're going to feel something. Yeah. But things are going to be okay. The good I, thing I, is that... Yeah, go on, go on, go on. And I really think, like you said, you need to remind yourself that. You need to, through all the toughness of the world, because the world's already a tough place without even taking a step. Just standing in place and watching the world do its thing is already a spectacle and a half right now. Yeah, right. But... Should you ever want more, feel free to take that first step. Feel free to try and accept the reality that you might fail. And that's okay. It's not good, like a positive thing, but it's a good experience. It's a learning experience. And you can improve yourself and improve upon your goal and come to some self-discovery through it you know there's so much benefit from taking that first step into anything that you want that your heart desires and 
I guess this the moral of this episode is if you want something in life, the first step you need to do is try to get it. And if you don't get it right away, tell yourself, that's fine. That's okay. I'll try again tomorrow. I'll try again in a week. I'll keep trying. You know, don't let one failure put you down. Don't let the world keep you down. And more importantly, don't let yourself keep yourself down. You know, you can achieve anything. Maybe not right away. You're not, we're not, no one here is Mr. or Mrs. Perfect. But one failure at a time, so to speak, we might become that. Rant number two over. <laughs> Rant number two over. No, 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 I'm messing with you. I, I really like that you brought up the game design or the game creation thing also because, fun fact, it's the same way building companies. <laughs> they don't tell you, they don't tell you this one in the handbook, but yeah, the first MVP, the first product, the first whatever it is you're trying to sell, it's going to suck. It is literally going to be so bad and whoever you're trying to sell it to is probably going to tell you get out of my face. This is horrible. But <laughs> what you do here is instead of leaving, you say, "Okay, how can I make it better?" And that's that first step, right? That's the first step you've after you failed that you realize, okay, let's iterate. It's the same thing in games. It's the same thing in, I think, every little aspect of life. You mentioned it, so I'm not going to reiterate. You know, Michael Jordan said it the best, right? Michael Jordan became the greatest basketball player of all time, and we're, we're not arguing this one at all, but he became <laughs> the greatest basketball player of all time because he failed more than everyone else. Yeah, he was really successful, but he was in the gym longer than anyone doing the most and taking the worst more than anyone else he literally put the weight of the world on his shoulders and because of that attitude he was who he was right so i don't buy that you can just expect things to come to you i've always been the the plan of or just a man of action you know do something and that's how it's going to happen right don't wait for someone else to do it for you and for anyone that isn't necessarily like that and to be honest you say yourself you're a, you're a relatively risk averse person and that's okay. Everyone can be their own person, right? There, there's no one telling you you got to be one way just so you're successful. No, that's bullshit. What I really think, though, is the commonality between you and I, despite our different personalities, is the fact that we understand where it comes from, right? Because you don't really see how much this pervades your life until you see why you are that way. So if you understand why you're going to be more risk averse, if you're going to understand why you are more afraid to fail in general you gotta at least see why that's happening and once you've figured that one out right and I, we've talked about this so many times right you go back deep into your childhood deep into who you are ask yourself the questions that you thought you were afraid, too afraid to ask before and if you can't find the answer that's okay it's not like this is going to take five minutes right but that would be nice you will you <laughs> right You'll, you'll understand eventually that failure is not something that's super big and bad and scary and will bite your head off and you're going to die after, right? You're just confronting an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to be a better version of yourself after said event. So the way I see it is before you embark on said journey, right, and before you encounter your first obstacle, set a goal. And every time you hit an obstacle, see how much closer am I to reaching that goal as a result of 
having learned from this obstacle, right? Because I think the big thing that a lot of people don't really do is find something to fight for or find something to work towards. You know, if if you're trying to try something just for the sake of trying it and not trying to get better at it, that's cool too, right? There is that, the whole philosophy of hedonism people just doing stuff to do it and enjoy life and not care about anything and responsibility is a lie a farce whatever that's okay you're cool but i feel that you won't really understand what it's like to be the best version of yourself if you can't find something on the other end of that event or situation and the journey still matters, of course. I'm not trying to be preachy or anything, but you got to find something that will make you tick. And eventually you realize, okay, the only way to get through is to get some scars, some bruises, and some experiences that will have left me a better person. So that was my two cents, really. That's the way I think about it. I've like framed, I framed my mental model around the fact that literally everything in life is a learning experience. And sure, I may be socially ostracized. I may come off like a total idiot. I may not know anything I'm talking about. That's fine. I'm okay. I'm, I'm ready to accept that. And yeah, it's hard. Sometimes I do think about, oh, wow, what do others think of what I'm saying here? And it's, it's difficult, right? You have to be able to be willing to take that punch. That's, that's a gut punch, a social gut punch, right? In the end of the day, if you know why you're doing what you're doing, those little worries, those little concerns, they pale in comparison to your mission, to your purpose, to whatever goals you have set. So I found that in the end, it's all just noise, at least for myself. Yeah, I think I think this can all be summed up because I think we both said our piece. Yeah. I think I think this can be totally summed up with this expression. The difference between a beginner and a master is the master has failed more times than the beginner has even tried. Let that sink in. So I think as our departing message, let's all go out there. I'm on your team. Pete's on your team. And we hope you're on our team. And let's just go out there, let's be masters, and lastly, let's stay positive.